Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks... Then, there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 11 to 1 with Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kings Court. Visit our showrooms or check out our new website, gilmores.ie, to see the amazing 222 range of Mercedes-Benz cars or our huge selection of used Mercedes-Benz vehicles. Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kings Court, the best in motoring here for you. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Sinead Brazel on LMFM. Gloria Gaynor kicking us off this morning. I will survive. This is LMFM's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here, bringing you all of the good vibes that you need in your life this Tuesday morning. Hope you're keeping well. WhatsApp and text are open 086 1800 658. Aren't I glad that I ventured out yesterday evening to Termin Feckin Beach when you see the weather this morning? Oh my God. But yesterday was gorgeous. And I went out for a stroll at around eight o'clock or so. And it was just really, really lovely. Just what the body and soul and mind needs. Uh, But on the way back home from the beach, I was driving out of the village and I spotted a disturbing scene. What did I see? Well, all along a wall perched about six or seven teenagers. And I had no idea what they were doing because they were all kind of hunched over. So as I kind of turned around the corner, I didn't know what they were at, kind of gathered and huddled around this wall. But as I passed, I noticed actually there is something wrong here because all of the faces were down, dead silent, looking into their phones. And really and truly this is kind of what we're seeing all over the place I mean they all must be friends because there was no bus stop or anything there they weren't waiting on anything to arrive they were sitting on a random wall all six of them completely engrossed in their phones and on a gorgeous summer evening with the beach literally a stone's throw from them summer holidays stretching in front of them now look it I am not getting on about teenagers hanging around on walls let them do that if they want I hung around on walls that's fine but I just thought oh my god what is this next generation going to be like because they are just so completely and totally engrossed in their phones they're not conversing with each other around each other you know and I thought like is this a result of covid You know, maybe are they not able to actually socially engage with each other? Like they'd much rather be focused on whatever is going on on the phone, you know. And again, you know, it's like when you you even see it, like if you're walking around the street, you see it as well. You're walking along downtown or whatever it is, minding your own business. And you'll see younger people on their phones and their head down in the phone, not even watching where they're going half the time, you know. And 
don't get me wrong, we're all addicted to our phones, let me tell you. But I've never been so bad that I'm actually sitting with a friend and I'm more engaged in my phone. I'm completely silent looking at what's going on in my phone and I'm not actually having a conversation with that friend. And the friend is also on the phone, not conversing. I mean, is this is this actually what's happening to young people now? That they're just hanging around on walls but they're actually head down in the phone. Like that's very concerning. Very concerning, I think. Like, why are they not talking to each other? And why are they not get a football and go down to the beach? Why would they not go swimming on the gorgeous evening that was out there? And maybe they were doing that during the day. I don't know. But I just thought, oh, my God, is this kind of what's happening to, to teenagers now that they're hanging around on walls engrossed in their phones? They're not even engaging with each other, you know? And normally we're kind of saying, oh, look at them there hanging around on walls. We've nothing, like I hung around on walls, you know what I mean? It's grand, hanging around on a wall is fine. But let, like talk to each other, engage with each other. I was baffled by this. And even before the pandemic, studies were done into this, particularly with teens, admitting that they prefer to text each other than talk. And I don't know. I mean, that was just one particular scene, as I say, as I was driving by on my way home, going back home from the beach, this is what I spot. If that's one scene on a wall, randomly in Termin and no doubt it's kind of happening everywhere. But what can we do? What can, how can we encourage our, our, our teenagers to kind of engage with each other more and actually converse and not be stuck in the phone in a big group, all huddled around phones? Baffling. Have you spotted this? What do you think of this? What can we do about it? Maybe as parents, we need to set an example, you know, put down our phones. I have spoken about this numerous times on the show myself, where I do take breaks from the phone. I take breaks from social media. I take breaks from that random scrolling. I try not to see, let my, my young children, uh, impressionable children, see me constantly scrolling on the phone. This is kind of part of it. They're looking at us and they're going, well, you're on your phone. So, you know, you can't really, there's no argument there. But I just thought this is not right. This is making me feel unsettled now that our young people are hanging around on walls, not even talking to each other and fully, like fully engrossed in all of their phones. What do you think of it? 86 658 Hey, there's Ed Sheeran there with Shivers on LMFM's 11 to 1. Some of you getting in touch already on WhatsApp and text on 086-1800-658. Just about what I was saying there about teenagers. And look, I don't want it to be like a big teenager bashing thing. I mean, at the end of the day, they do get an awful lot of, you know, hassle, don't they, teenagers? And they're only sitting there on the wall minding their own business. They're not even getting up to trouble. But... It's just, I want people to kind of take on board this. I do think that this is quite worrying to see all of a group of teenagers huddled over a phone and not actually talking to each other. This is the thing. You know, has COVID, has our obsession with technology kind of, has it impacted massively on our ability to socialise with each other? No doubt there's people out there doing, you know, different studies and research into this. Keep your questions and comments and everything else coming in on 086 658 We'll get to some of the those messages just after these. 11 to 1 with 
Before I go to some of your messages, I uh, just wanted to let you know about this because community historian Brendan Matthews is in touch. He is going to host a walk and talk of historic Drogheda tomorrow evening, Wednesday, uh, beginning at the Drogheda Bus Depot Car Park, 7.30pm. No charge for this event and all are welcome to attend if you're interested in history and interested in local history particularly. Brendan brings it to life. He is brilliant. They always He always has a big crowd of people following him on uh, whatever he does these so it's happening tomorrow beginning at Drawdead Bus Depot Car Park at 7.30pm now getting back to just some of your messages on this because I you know it is a worrying scene I think watching a load of teenagers huddling over phones and not actually engaging in each other and Wayne has said uh, they won't fall out when they're not talking okay I see uh, sorry Maliki it is uh, I see what you're saying Maliki look at that's part of it isn't it how are they going to res- learn how to resolve conflict with each other? The amount of rows and arguments and ups and downs that I had with my friends and, you know, you re- it's resolved. You know, it does get resolved and that's part of it, this engagement with each other and actually interacting. Um What's another one coming in here? Uh, somebody, Cormac, saying food for thought, Sinead, you do paint a worrying image there. Uh, somebody else saying, what can we do? That's the way things are. Everybody is online. All friends are online. If we stop them, uh, then they are the odd ones out. Yes, it, look, at this is going to be a slowly but surely process, I feel. And I'll give you an example. So uh, in our estate, there's a lot of children around our estate and there are teenagers as well. And now this is a couple of, oh, it's a couple of months going out at this stage. And the younger kids were on the green and whatever else that was grand and they were saying they were bored. And there was older ones around as well. There's lots of things that you can do to combat boredom. So what did I do? Okay, Red Rover, everybody. What? Blank faces. They hadn't a clue what I was talking about. So I lined them all up and I showed them how to play it. Slowly but surely, and this is a great experiment, I could see the older kids looking up from their phones to see what we were doing. And all of a sudden... Some of them started to wander over and get interested in the game. And we had a couple of them actually take part in it at the end and it was a great afternoon. Now look, I'm not that's I'm painting an idyllic image here. I know that does not happen all the time. But there are ways kind of around this. You can make other suggestions, give them a more enticing offer, you know. Uh, these things are all kind of things that we can do. Keep them coming in 086-1800-658. Dermot Kennedy and Giants getting a really great message coming in on 086-1800-658 from Kim and can I just say all the messages are great (laughs) I'm not singling out one but uh, this is very interesting Kim says I'm 25 and even 10 to 12 years ago we never had 3G to be on social media with most of us not even having phones that would open social media for us I also think there's definitely not enough activities in smaller towns especially outside of Dublin for younger people to do and then there's typically the bad apples ruining it for everyone which we had to deal with when we were younger as well but I think social media has made this generation so obsessed with what's next be it fashion, makeup, hair care, who's the it person, how can I look like that? So true, Kim. And this is why as well, even with attention span, I even notice as well, you know, it's like, what's next? What's next? I've seen that. That's old now. What's the new thing? She says, I've dealt with mental health for years and find that social media has really put people in a place where they feel if they don't share their lives and keep up with what other people are doing, they're not doing it right or not doing it enough. 
again and I feel that pressure as well Kim particularly in the job that I'm doing you know oh you haven't posted in so many days on what is you know have you lost followers and all this and you find yourself caught up with that and I don't like that it's very sad but they're all growing up so quickly yes because absolutely everything is available to people even younger than 12 13 and it's sad I think Great points that you're bringing up there. A number of points. This idea of what's next, what's next, what's next. I even find that with my my youngest who's only six and he's not on any of this social media or anything else. But he's like, what's next? What are we doing now? What are we doing? Like, where is your attention span? Things that kept me entertained for ages. He's, it's fleeting for him. That's one thing. Uh, Then, of course, the mental health pressure that people feel when they're on social media. Oh, I haven't posted. I didn't get likes. I haven't shared today. So true. Keep them coming in. 086-1800-658. Your home of great music. And I don't want the world to see me. I just want you to know LMFM. Iris on LMFM's 11 to 1. Now, today is International Yoga Day, and this is something very, very different. My first guest this morning is, oh, she's renowned at this stage, Maura Rath. She's a yoga teacher, and she kept us all going during lockdown with her videos online. She's inviting us now to enjoy Ireland's first immersive yoga session in a really unique setting. It's within the Van Gogh experience in Dublin. It looks absolutely incredible. Going to be chatting to Maura just after these. 11 to 1. Ever since my first guest tried a yoga class for the first time after a particularly stressful day at the office, she became hooked. So much so that after some soul searching, she trained as a yoga teacher in India and has devoted her life to teaching it. Now she's inviting us to enjoy Ireland's first immersive yoga session at the RDS in the unique setting within the Van Gogh experience. So we might recall we covered this in the show in February. It's a 20,000 square foot light and sound spectacular featuring two story projections of the artist's most compelling works and it's an all digital hands free experience. Now yogis can enjoy a yoga class with yoga teacher Maura Rath within this setting and Maura is on the line to tell us more. How are you doing Maura? Good, thank you so much for having me on. Great to have you on International Yoga Day. Now we spoke to the organisers of the Van Gogh experience back in February and it is the most incredible experience up there but what a way to spend time literally immersed in art and yoga. So what was your experience with the space and how did this collaboration come about? I'm literally pinching myself that it's all <laughs> happened, really. Um, so basically, I had actually had actually booked t- tickets to go see the Van Gogh at that weekend in May, and um, Daniel, the creator, uh, got in touch, and he had this idea, and um, he said, I think it would work so well. And then when I went in there, all I could think of, how incredible if yogis could be immersed in this space um, with the 360 degrees sensory. It is just incredible, and... I feel yoga is a time that you can really just let go, forget about your worries. And some people do get distracted. So this is the perfect way to help you not get distracted and to fully be present in the space. That is fantastic. And, you know, the space is essentially a studio within the exhibit. So you'll kind of have that sanctuary feel. It won't be like random members of the public walking around whilst you do the downward dog kind of scenario. No, definitely not. (laughs) No, so everyone will be on their yoga mat You won't even be thinking about the people around you, but also you'll feel the energy off them and 
you're just going to be so immersed. So from the start, um, we really just ground so people can really arrive after probably rushing to get there. Um, and I just take you on a whole journey for the hour. Um, tonight, we're focusing on summer solstice. Lovely. And International Yoga Day. Very special day. <laughs> um, so we're going to be honouring all that lovely sun's energy and um, just simply feeling good. So from tonight until the 30th of July, we've got a set selection of days with classes on um, with different themes, different focuses. And um, a lot of people are asking, what if you're a beginner? This is absolutely for beginners or anyone, even if you have a regular yoga practice or maybe you've never done yoga before. And um, it's the perfect little way to really immerse yourself and give it a go. Oh, that is the perfect way because I was just going to ask that, is it for experienced people? But no, absolutely not. And, you know, as as you mentioned there, yoga is something, to be honest, I've always wanted to try yoga, but I always kind of feel a little bit daunted by it. Like, do you yeah. find that a lot of people kind of have this kind of notion before they do try it? Absolutely. We, we, we set all these barriers for ourselves and every single person who's ever been to a class for the first time with me always say, listen, I'm so not flexible. I can't touch my toes yeah. and all that normal kind of stuff. And really what yoga is about for me and my classes is about people being able to tune in, forget about what they aesthetically look like. You can be any age, any size. It's about how you feel in your body and a lot of us now are just on the go, catching up on social life and everyone is busy and yoga can just give us time to really just ground, tune in and give the mind and body a little break. Which we definitely all need. Now, as we mentioned, today is International Yoga Day. So I have to ask you about your story, Maura, because once you started yoga, you were pretty much hooked. Absolutely. I actually was living in New Zealand at the time. It was 2011, which is a little while ago now. And I... And there's yoga literally on every corner over there. And I'd heard a little bit about it the first few months I was there. And then I said, you know what, I'll give it a go. Went to one class. And I have to say, I didn't enjoy my first few classes. (laughs) I I was was a naturally not flexible person. And I really struggled. But I, I felt there was something more in it. And... Then I kept going and then I found this teacher um, who really inspired me. Um, so I always say to people, don't give up on your first few classes. Try again. And so, uh, sometimes with yoga, I feel like it's about connecting with your teacher. Yeah. And then once you connect with your teacher and you like the style he or she teaches, then... It's- OK, I think our chakras have realigned and we have Maura <laughs> back on the line. Maura, we have you there. Now, we were talking just there about kind of connecting with the teacher and kind of the benefits of that and, you know, maybe sticking with it. So what are the health benefits that you've discovered then from yoga? Um, So physically, um, basically the obvious one that you increase your flexibility, um, but also your strength, your muscle strength and your circulation. um, It helps to get your metabolism going and just even your breathing system. Um, A lot of us aren't breathing right. So yoga really can train our lungs to expand and um, just back and then help with the oxygen all around and also to the physical and um, there is the mental benefits which actually I feel are more powerful um, and it can just be as simple as de-stressing from the day and um, relaxing your mind and helping us be less distracted. I think that a lot of our attention spans have gone so um, <laughs> short and we are... We were just you know, talking about this. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So it can help you um, just centre and have more focus. 
And, you know, something that's kind of linked into yoga, and I know a lot of yoga teachers kind of include this maybe towards the end, is this idea of meditation. Now, that's something that I have actually uh, taken on board in my life and I do really enjoy it. And I like that there's this link to meditation and this kind of idea of quietening down the mind and just kind of being at one with yourself for a while. Absolutely. And meditation is a massive part of yoga. It's one of the limbs. And basically your physical practice um, with my classes turn into a moving meditation. And then towards the end, that lovely Shavasana you're talking about, (laughs) that is a lovely meditation that has everybody feeling floaty and wanting more after. (laughs) And they're definitely going to be floating out of these sessions in uh, the Van Gogh experience. That's for sure. Really and truly. So how can people book a session then and where can we find more information? Um, so basically, you just go to the Van Gogh um, Dublin uh, website slash immersive yoga and all of the times are there. Um, or else you can go to my Instagram, Yoga with Mora, and um, you can book in there or yeah, wherever you find the link. Absolutely, absolutely Yeah. Brilliant. So uh, the, these sessions, I've no doubt they will book up because uh, yourself, uh, Mora, you've been such in demand over COVID with your videos and your, your whole kind of <laughs> yoga teaching has exploded. So I've no doubt it's going to book up and they're going to be a great success. Thank you so, so much for Thank joining you us so today. Thank for having me on. Thank you and happy International Yoga Day. <laughs> you too, you too. Happy International Yoga Day. Yoga uh, there with uh, Moira. That's where you'll find her Instagram. As she mentioned, people of all fitness levels are encouraged and welcome to this. So the first one is today, quarter past seven, and uh, the full schedule of this, you can find it on the vangodublin.ie website forward slash immersive yoga. It looks amazing. I posted an image of Maura, by the way, on our Twitter so you can get an idea of her in the space there. It looks really, really great. And you get to experience the Van Gogh uh, you know, experience that's in the RDS at the moment as well. So you're kind of getting the, the two for one in there. But yoga, uh, sorry, vangodublin.ie forward slash immersive yoga. Oh, on LMFM's 11 to 1, we're not going anywhere. Well, we are going back in time very, very shortly to the, on this day in 1978. And I also want to give you details of our Bellies Town Races uh, competition that's coming your way very, very shortly. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 Yes, on this day, 1978, Andrew Lloyd Webber and Tim Rice musical Evita, starring Lane Page, premiered at the Prince Edward Theatre in London. And today is the longest day of the year. It's the summer solstice. And of course, there's not a sun to be found in the sky. And it's also International Yoga Day, a day to celebrate. Celebrate yoga. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drogheda and Dundalk showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie. And it's competition time now. Because racing returns to the hill. Bellustown Racings are back and they'll run from Thursday, June 30th to Saturday, July 2nd. Three evenings of great racing on the hill. Exit Junction 7 off the M1. You can get your tickets now from bellustownraces.ie where you can find Bellustown Races on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter for updates. Would you like to go along? I have a pair of tickets up for grabs today. All you have to do is tell me the name of the famous racehorse who was stolen from the Ballymanny Stud in County Kildare in 1983. What is the name of the famous racehorse that was stolen 
uh, from the Ballymany he stood in County Gildare in 1983 if you think you know the answer 086 658 on WhatsApp and text and you could be going along to Ballystown Races there's Tom Petty learning to fly and LMFM's 11 to 1 News at 12 is approaching, but still to come. Is 19 too young to be on Love Island? We're going to discuss that. Kaylee Picnic, the festival within the flower returns. Plus, we've got Coldplay, Wilson Phillips and Stereophonics on the way for you. 11 to 1. With on air online on your smart speaker this is LMFM you're listening to 11 to 1 Sinead Brazel here with you that was Coldplay something just like this I want to dedicate that one to Maggie McGuinness uh, she's celebrating a birthday there's a request coming in saying happy birthday to Maggie McGuinness from Lavina, Niall Caitlin Ariana and Esme we hope you have a birthday as wonderful as you are isn't that a lovely request to get hope you're having a great day Maggie uh, also getting a nice uh, message in as well for um this is for Figgy Curran. Can you please wish the best husband and daddy, Figgy Curran and Kells, a very happy birthday today. It's no coincidence he was born on the longest day of the year. Love always his wife Mina and daughter Erin. So Figgy, hope you're having a great day as well. Now, something has come to my attention with regards to Love Island. This has been all over the internet. I'm going to bring you details of that just after some celebrity news. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Hi, I'm Louise. Things got heated between Amber and Eck and Sue on Love Island last night. The pair sat down to talk through some rumours, but things don't end on the best note. I don't have an issue with you at all. I just sat here and said, I really like you, but being honest with you, how you've been acting the last couple of days has made me question you. You're saying, trying to create shit right now. Pick the f*** out of me. Don't stop. There's a side that I what thought... What side? Oh my God, you're, you're making playing me a bit of a game. Oh, I'm playing a game. The drama and this Am like, I playing a game or are you oh playing God. a game? Kate Bush is expected to make at least a million euro from the resurgence of her hit Running Up That Hill. The track only reached number three in the UK charts when it first came out, but after featuring on Stranger Things, it's claimed the number one spot nearly 40 years later. Kate wrote, produced and sang the hit and has nearly all of the publishing rights. Elva Trill is the latest Irish actress to star in a huge movie, Jurassic World. She was in the latest installment, Dominion, which is out in cinemas now. And she said it was so hush-hush that she had to find out who her character was from Jeff Goldblum. I was told that I'd be playing a Lockwood. I had obviously watched the movies and I, I, I knew that there was a Benjamin Lockwood and that there was a Maisie Lockwood. And I was just like, oh, I wonder who I'm going to be playing. And it was only when I got over there that I met, I bumped into Jeff Goldblum and he said to me, uh, you've got quite a pivotal character in the movie. And I was like, would you mind telling me a bit about it? Because I don't know what I'm doing. That's The Buzz. I'm Louise. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Yes, talking about Love Island is 19 years of age, way too young to be going on Love Island. This is the debate being thrown around the place because Gemma owns She's daughter of Michael Owens. Uh, she's taken part in this year's series and um, she's the youngest original cast member and really people are divided about this on social media, particularly with what's been going on. So some viewers are saying she's way too young to be on the show. Now, some people are saying Love Island needs to kind of raise their age limit because at the moment it's 18 to get in there. But people are kind of saying, look, I think it needs to be at least 21 uh, rather than 18. Why are they saying this? Well, 
she's in there, uh, Gemma, and uh, during one episode of the show, um, she showed her interest in uh, one of the guys um, by kissing him in a challenge. So she was dared to kiss a boy she fancied the most. This particular character, or, or um, this particular guy, uh, Davadi, I think is his name, he's twenty five or 27 years of age, so he's eight years older than her. Okay, that's one kind of... And plus, she only turned 19 as well in May, apparently. As well as that, on Friday night, as part of a challenge, she had to do quite a sexy dance involving a pole and also kind of spanking a fella as well that she coupled up with. So a lot of people are uncomfortable with it wondering what your views are on this now look I'm not really watching Love Island okay so I'm kind of you know dipping in and out but I did kind of watch little bits of this just because it's all over the internet Um, look I don't know 19 to me whilst I thought I knew it all at 19 and I was confident enough definitely nowhere near as confident now as to go on Love Island or something but uh, I didn't know what I was at we think we know but we don't at that age plus you know do you really know what you're looking for in a relationship at 19 I don't know Um, I mean like is Love Island even really about finding love no it's not it's a load of good looking young men and women cavorting around a villa I know I've just turned into my mother there by saying that but (laughs) what's your views on this I mean I just it's a bit like she's 19 and oh technically she's an adult but like she's a freshly turned adult let's be honest and she's been put in an environment where people are really heavily sexualised and expected right to form different relationships with contestants older than them. I just feel it's kind of predatory, the whole thing. I'm personally, you know, this, like, is it exploring a healthy relation, romantic relationship? I, no. And at 19, do they know what that is? No. And in this day of social media and, you know, people looking at you on a reality show, no, is my kind of opinion on this. What do you make of this debate? Is 19 way too young for Love Island? 86 Hold on on LMFM's 11 to 1. Now, this was really the, the jewel, I think, in the Fla Kjol crown, or definitely one of the jewels, that's for sure. It was Kaylee Picnic, the festival within the Fla, and it's back. Organisers have announced their full lineup ahead of the Fla 2022, which is coming to Mullingar Town. The organisers are from Drogheda. I'm going to be chatting to one of them, Ronan McQuillan. He's going to give us the lowdown after these. 11 to 1. With- Kaylee Picnic, the festival within the FLA is back and organisers have announced their full lineup ahead of FLA 2022, which is coming to Mullingar Town this year. So from Keela to Paddy Casey, there's plenty for music lovers to enjoy. And judging from their success in Drada 2019, there'll be no doubt, but tickets for the festival will be in big demand. Joining me now to tell us what we can expect from Kaylee Picnic 2022 is one of the organisers behind the festival, well-known musician, singer, songwriter, Ronan McQuillan. How are you getting on, Ronan? I'm good, Sinead. Thanks for having me on. What's the crack? Great to have you. Now, this was such a runaway success with the Flower when Drada hosted in 2019. I mean, you must have been just so delighted with how the public embraced this festival. Yeah, well, it's 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 amazing to see something come to life when you've it's been living in your head for so long, and then it actually, you know, the weeks up to the flat, you're kind of building it all out and putting everything in place, and then it happens, and then you have to shut the gate because there's too many people, and and you're turning people away, and there's queues up the street, and it just kind of you just kind of sit back and you go, well, what have we done? We've created a little bit of a monster here. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was absolutely brilliant. And you know, when I'm talking about Fla and Kaylee Picnic, I can kind of forget that the last two and a half years didn't happen. You're no doubt delighted yeah. to see these things coming back. <laughs> well, absolutely. We, we've actually been planning this one 
for 2020, which never went ahead. So it's kind of rolled over for a couple of years. And while it was rolling over, it kind of it, it gathered a bit, a, a little bit more, um, a little bit more momentum behind it. So it's 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 turned out to be a little bit bigger than we'd we'd originally planned because our site in in Mullingar is a little bit smaller than Drogheda, but our acts are bigger. So it's kind of created this this. Um, very kind of exclusive and quite intimate uh, setting for bigger bands. So we're delighted to have the lineup we have this year, you know. Yeah, and we'll, we'll get into that now in a second. And I love this because this is the kind of the essence of the success of this, I think, because it's kind of like this little boutique kind of exclusive festival within the larger scale FLA. So, and it's the brainchild of yourself and your good friend, Samantha McGrain. So tell me, yes. where did the idea come from? I think it's just one of those things where all good ideas come from. You're probably sitting in the pub one night having a few <laughs> drinks going. Do you know what would be great? Let's put on a festival. I'll tell you what it is. We, we, myself and Sam have been in the US at Sebuset West Festival. We, you know, we played there with the enemies over the years. We've been out there um, to award shows. And we've seen what a festival looks like within the walls of a city or within a town. Um, but we've also been to Glastonbury and we're, mm. funny enough, we're going to Glastonbury tomorrow. So oh, I'm packing my bags as we speak. Um, <laughs> so we know we're like, we're so used to electric picnic and seeing these kind of things um, in a field. So, so to kind of, to bring it to a town and do it in the car park and put a stretch tent in and build your, out your own stage. It's just kind of over the years, we've made those contacts um, just from, from being in the industry through, mm. through artists and promoters and uh, musicians um, so we've, we're kind of we're finding a little bit more approachable and, and, and easier to, to kind of put together because we're kind of coming from it um, from the inside out if you know what I mean Yeah absolutely uh, so we mentioned very briefly there some of the headline acts so tell us you have some very big names headlining this year we do, we do. We're delighted to have Paddy Casey with us on Bank Holiday Monday, the first of first uh, of August, and he's he's um, he's sharing the stage that day with uh, the wonderful Emma Langford. So um, that's the Bank Holiday Monday. We have, sorry, I probably should do this in order from the day we opened. So we're, we're opening on the Bank Holiday Sunday, which is the thirty first of July, and we have the wonderful um, who do we have on? We've the Bonnie Men. Um, we have Andreas the Stack and the Latricos. Um, now, if you haven't seen these acts, these are the kind of the kind of acts we've seen at festivals ourselves, and we just see the kind of the create the creative um, energy and madness that they bring to the stage. So we're kind of we've kind of gone around and picked a few artists to, that that we think is really going to bring the bring the flat to life. Um, on Tuesday, then we have Ryan Sheridan and Moxie, which was such a success in Drogheda that we just yes, all to repeat that I again. I loved that. I really did. Yeah, it was absolutely brilliant. And then we have the wonderful Keela and uh, Keela are supported by Brigine on the day, the wonderful harpist from over the West. Um, and then throughout the rest of the week, we have, you know, we've, we've people who've played at the FLA in Drogheda. We've Mickey Joe Hart back. We've Paul Watchorn from the, from the, uh, the Dubliners and the Dublin legends. Um, uh, we've Tennis Lizzie coming back. So we're kind of mixing it up a little bit again. Um, myself and the enemies will be there. We have the Moon Boys. We have a Christy Moore tribute. Um, we've Kira Fox and her big band. Um, so we've all these kind of other acts. Uh, we've the Chandrum Cayley Band, which is amazing. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Three, all, three all-time uh, All-Ireland uh, FLA winners as well. So, amazing. Um, yes, we've just, and we've, of course, I can't forget, we've the wonderful Jiggy on on Friday night with us as well. Um, so yeah, so it's kind of, we're still organising our, our stage times and exactly what way that's going to look. But um, it's all, it's all. It's all steam ahead. Together. Absolutely. And, and the, the Queen of the well Crown is, when this now was the silent disco, which I have <laughs> never experienced in my life. And it's the most fun people will have. Tell people what this is all about, the silent disco. 
Well, the sign in disco is everyone gets their own headphones and you can choose what music one of our DJs is playing. So we'll have three, two or three DJs up on the stage and you can flick between which one you like. And it, it gets very competitive because the does. DJs want, they want everyone on their channel singing to whatever they're playing. So it, it gets um, every song you can possibly think of that is an absolute absolute banger. That's what you're going to hear on the night. And, and, uh, so and it's like fun. you're in your own little zone. And as a spectator, it's also hilarious because when you arrive <laughs> in there, all you see is people bopping away to their own kind of beats. Uh, and it's just completely silent. And then you're like, oh, get me in there. Get me in the mix Absolutely. with the headphones. Absolutely and there's nothing, no, Don't let the name fool you. There's no. nothing silent about a silent disco. 300 <laughs> people screaming Bohemian Rhapsody at you. Very, very loud. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And Mullingar Town is hosting, which uh, so you'll be located there at the, at the Newbury Hotel. And you have Slain Whiskey on board supporting you. Great to have that support. Absolutely brilliant. And we, Alex is going to come down on our on uh, three of our tickets at nights and do it do a tasting like a Slain Whiskey tasting. So we are upgrading tickets to VIP uh, to, to come down and, and experience that with us on those nights so if anyone is looking to get tickets and wants to come down and wants to get upgraded I know there is a, still a few free VIP upgrades and those there's first couple of tickets being sold so so get in there early and check it out on katiepicnic.ie Absolutely now uh, I can't let you go without sort of asking you a little bit about Glastonbury you are <laughs> you're heading for Glastonbury very excited I know, we, again, this is something that we, we planned in 2019 for 2020, which would have been Glastonbury's um, 50th um, anniversary. So, so our tickets kind of rolled over for the last, um, for the last couple of years. And, uh, you know, we're a little bit older now as well. So we're going to go for the glamping this year as well. <laughs> no roughing <laughs> so, yeah. it. No roughing it. And I have to say as well, although you're bringing the festival experience to Cayley Picnic, like the Glastonbury and all that, we don't need wellies, do we? We don't need wellies at all, no, because we're beside the train station at the uh, at the Newbury Hotel. So there's people <laughs> going to get off that train, wander into Cayley Picnic uh, and get back in the train and head home. Yeah. And that's going to be their flag experience. But we do encourage people to try and make the trip down from Drogheda as well. Organise your buses or whatever and get down and experience it because it's only over the road. It's Mullingar. It's yeah. an hour and 20 minutes. Um, you know, get yourselves organised. You know how much fun the fly is. You yes. see what happens in Drogheda. It's brilliant. Come down and experience it and come into the Cayley Picnic and have a drink with us absolutely can't wait Ronan thank you so so much I'll let you head off your tear packing <laughs> thanks a million for joining great us great to talk to you thanks thank you. talk soon bye 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 Kayleigh Picnic it's running from Sunday the 31st of July till Sunday 7th of August and uh, you can find out all of the details uh, kayleighpicnic.ie that's where you'll find all the details of the lineup and links to tickets and everything else you're getting in touch on different topics on 086-1800-658. We're asking, is 19 too young for Love Island? And also a lot of people commenting on our earlier topic about teenagers being stuck in their phones. We'll get to them after these. 11 to 1. Going to have music from Stereophonics very shortly, but back to your kind of comments and stuff coming in on Love Island and 86 658 it's all over the internet kind of at the moment because of Gemma Owens. She's only 19. She's maybe hooking up with people who are a good bit older than her. You know, is this kind of right? Is 19 too young to be on Love Island? Uh, somebody saying, Sinead, Love Island is the worst thing on television. Wrong messages being sent out to young people. Like you say, cavorting around in bikinis in the villa, getting up to God knows what, will not lead to a lasting relationship. 19 as well, too young, way too young. I did sort of turn into my mother there for a second. You know, look at them there in their bikinis. Yep, <laughs> I did. I had to catch myself. But what I mean is, Look, you know, it is what it is. We know what Love Island is, but is 19 too young? 
I'm asking on 086-1800-658. Sinead, never mind being a 19-year-old on it. I find it more disturbing that they keep referring to grown men as boys. It creeps me out. I know I definitely wouldn't want my 19-year-old on a show like that so young, uh, says uh, one message there. Somebody else is saying, um, you know, being 19 is too young if all the other contestants are 27, let's say. But if the other contestants are similar age, then it shouldn't be an issue. Maybe, maybe. I hear what you're saying. Keep them coming in. 19, is it too young for Love Island? Whatever your views are on the show, that doesn't matter. But you know, 19, I find it a little bit, you know, wrong maybe. Particularly if she is hooking up with a good bit the older people. I don't know. It's just me. 086-1800-658. Phonics handbags and glad rags on LMFM's 11 to 1. The glad rags and the handbags will be coming out, that's for sure, for Bellius Town Racing Festival. That is returning. I'm going to give you details on tickets very, very shortly. But first, time for this. LMFM Job Search. With thanks to LMFM Online. Check out the latest Northeast news, sport and entertainment on lmfm.ie. Loud fades, the gentlemen's barber shop have full and part-time positions available for fully qualified barbers. You can apply to loudfades at gmail.com. So that's L-O-U-D-F-A-D-E-S at gmail.com. Bakehouse Cafe Cafe at the Home Bakery requires a day chef in the Dundalk area. Please apply to jobs at thehomebakery.ie. Sky Handling Partner Dublin Airport are recruiting bus drivers with full D driver's licence required. You can apply to jobs at shp.ie. Modern Fashions requires a part-time retail assistant position. Please uh, send your CV to info at modernfashions.ie. And Gilmore's Kings, Kingscourt, Mercedes-Benz, Nissan and Fuso truck dealers. They are hiring car and commercial technicians. Please email your CV to ptully at gilmores.ie. Don't forget all of the details of those jobs can be found in our local job section on lmfm.ie. LMFM Job Search. Yes, racing returns to the hill. Bellystain Racings are back. They're going to run from Thursday, June 30th to Saturday, July 2nd. It's three evenings of great racing on the hill. Exit Junction 7 off the M1. You can get your tickets bellystainraces.ie or check them out on Facebook, Bellystain Races there. They're also on Instagram and Twitter. You can find all the updates of the festival there as well. Would you like to go along? I have a pair of tickets up for grabs. All you have to do is answer this question. Tell me the name of the famous racehorse who was stolen from the Ballymanny Stud in County Kildare in 1983. So the name of the famous racehorse stolen from the Ballymanny Stud in County Kildare in 1983. Last call for these tickets. Get your answers. Don't forget your own details. WhatsApp and text 86 658 Going to take a quick break. We're back with more of your comments and I've got music from Paddy Casey. 11 to 1. Getting back to some of your messages on Love Island. Is 19 too young to be going into the villa? This is Charlene in Dundalk. She says, hi Sinead. Yes, I do think she's way too young. Look at it this way. When lockdown started, she would have been just 16. What experience does a 16-year-old, just because she has a famous dad, doesn't mean she has experience to deal with grown-up issues. You just had to look at the way she was. Shyness when the dance challenges were on. She didn't really want to or know how to do it. She got all giggles the other evening when Lucas said how much he liked 
liked her. I have an 18, nearly 19 year old daughter. No way in hell would I allow her on the show like it, says Charlene. Bernie in uh, Drogheda, the ever humorous. Uh, she says, I'm 76 and I'm too young for love. <laughs> She says, brilliant. Uh, Somebody else, Sinead, yes, 19 is too young, but I don't agree with you dissing Love Island. It's entertainment. They are consenting adults. What's the problem? I know, I am very, look, I don't think it's a great show, to be honest with you. But I know, I can understand the appeal and I understand how people get stuck into it. But that's just me. Is 19 too young for Love Island? We're asking 086-1800-658. There's Paddy Casey, one of the acts playing Kaylee Picnic this year at the FLA in Mullingar, kayleepicnic.ie. That's where you'll find all of the details there. Um, just before we finish up, um, Pauline in Dublin phoned in uh, agreeing with me, saying the art of conversation with young people is gone. They go around with the earphones plugged in and mobiles not connecting with anyone else. This is so sad. They can't converse with people. Yes, and uh, Ushin has also been on. He reckons as well that um, he sent me quite a detailed message and he's saying you know if say for example I was on the beach and my daughter was stuck in her phone and scrolling through Instagram and Snapchat or whatever and I say come on let's go in for a swim to the beach and she's too busy in her group chat I mean really what he's saying there is you know should we as parents be more kind of engaged in well what are they actually looking at how can we entice them away from what's going on on the phone Uh, he says um, whatever is being viewed on the phone is bringing them kind of closer than ever into that technology and I would agree completely with that uh, thank you so much for all your, your comments and, and engagement with uh, the, the topics on the programme today I really appreciate that um, I won't be here tomorrow just to let you know I'm not going to be here tomorrow for a very special reason because you might recall a couple of weeks ago I told you that uh, Elaine Byrne the lovely solicitor Elaine Byrne from At The Boy she's based in At The Boy now she um, and myself are going up to Dublin tomorrow uh, because it's the Justice Media Awards and her slot on the show where she was talking about Wills was nominated not once but twice for awards tomorrow. So we're going up tomorrow to have a nice dinner and uh, get dickied up and look, please God, let, we'll see. Isn't it great to be acknowledged anyway? So myself and her health self are having a nice day in Dublin tomorrow. Uh, so that's why I won't be here. But Paul McKenna will be here keeping the seat warm on the show on the road uh, that's tomorrow. I uh, want to say congratulations, Brian Waters. You are going along to Bellius Town. It was, of course, Shergar, the answer that we were looking for. Uh, so he's going along to that. We'll be in touch with you for details after the programme. Have a great day. 11 to 1 with Gilmore's Mercedes Benz Kingscourt. Visit our showrooms or check out our new website, gilmores.ie, to see the amazing 222 range of Mercedes Benz cars or our huge selection of used Mercedes Benz vehicles. Gilmore's Mercedes Benz Kingscourt, the best in motoring here for you. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu visit.